If you've been reading a lot about mindset and you're curious about it and maybe also a little sick of it, well, this clip is for you. Hey, Adele Wang here. And I want to bring up something today that I think it's time that we get real about. Mindset is the rage right now in terms of what's being discussed in business, personal development, spiritual development, leadership, entrepreneurship. It is everywhere. It's a drumbeat of of around the idea that if you can pay more attention to your thoughts and change them to be more in alignment with what you want, that that will open up the gates of success for you, whether it's a better relationship, more clients, uh, advancing in your career, um, figuring out what you should be doing in terms of your purpose. And, you know, I have been working with many clients that have spent a lot of time, energy, and money around mindset. And I'm just going to suggest this to you, that mindset is great for understanding yourself. You know, a lot of people who've been doing mindset work have great insight into how and why they think a certain way. And at the end of the day, they still don't feel any happier meaning all the insights in the world don't always make you actually feel any better. They just give you more insights on why you think a certain way. Mindset work is really around the the idea that if you've got a negative thought, let's change it to a positive one. If you've got a negative story around your existence, let's root that out and change it to a positive one. And I'm not saying that mindset work is bad. In fact, I do use it a lot with my clients. It's not a bad thing. However, it is insufficient. It is missing a lot of key pieces. And what I see a lot of people doing is, if they're doing a lot of mindset work, let's say in entrepreneurship, in um, leadership, and let's say they're not feeling so great about themselves. Maybe their confidence isn't always there. Then they sometimes jump to the conclusion that they need to do more mindset work, that there's more negative thinking that needs to be turned around or a belief that it's a very cognitive pursuit to try to change cognitive thinking. Number one, this approach is very limited because it means you have to keep doing it. It takes a lot of energy to constantly observe your thinking and catch what's going on that might be negative and change it to positive. It means it's almost like you're becoming a th- your own thought police. And that takes a lot of energy. Um, and it's still the mind trying to change the mind. Number two, it's only as good as you keep doing it. You know, the problem with these sorts of cognitive tools is they're only as good as you keep, as long as you keep doing them. So they are useful. Yes. 
I definitely incorporate a lot of mindset work in my work with clients, whether it's in leadership or helping people step into lives of of meaning, significance, and purpose, which I think is what most people want to do, or dealing with what's going on with relationships, especially if people are repeating the same patterns over and over again. I typically attract clients that have already done a lot of personal development and spiritual development work. And so they already come in the door having done a lot of mindset work. And the heck, they know more about mindset than I do. And they're still stuck. Why is that? You know, if if cognitive work was the only thing that was supposed to be the keys to the kingdom, most of my clients would be well on their way towards what they want. They come to me because there's a there's a, a yearning, there's a sense inside that this can't be all that's available. And indeed, it's not. That there is a piece that I think has not been brought to the conversation. And I am for moving this conversation forward in personal development, leadership, and spiritual growth. That you cannot rely on cognitive things to move your essence forward because your essence is not a cognitive machine that the cognitive machine supports and is a piece of the overall machine, the overall essence. But to say that your brain is in charge of everything, um, it's, it's a little bit like the, uh, it's a little bit backwards. And what about, what I mean by that is that I have found much faster and more effective, gentle and satisfactory results for clients when we totally get out of all of that um, overly intellectualized, cerebral, very verbal processing of thoughts and thinking. Many of my clients come in very articulate about their thinking. They've thought about it, a lot of insights. And again, no amount of insights and understanding of a problem ever really made anyone feel any better, right? I mean, it just means you understand yourself better, but then there's often a double whammy of, well, I understand myself better, so why don't I feel any better? Let me go change my thinking around this some more. So, let me just give you a taste of what I mean. Um, because the work that I'm talking about, I'm talking about what I call, for lack of a better word, um, a non-resistance embodiment approach, which means stop fighting yourself. That all that mental energy spent to try to change the way you think in some ways can become a trap. It means you're fighting yourself. It means somehow the way you're thinking is wrong and I'm going to fix it. And so I'm fighting myself. I I can't stand the way I think. Let me go change it. And although it's well-intentioned, it can really do a doozy on you. It means the mind is constantly fighting itself to be somewhere where it's not. And that will set everybody up for a lot of stress overwhelm, and then confusion, because why can't I just let something go, for example? I read a bunch of spiritual books, and they said I should forgive and I should let something go. Okay, so my question is, well, if you know that, do you feel any better? 
Probably not. Because I'm fighting what I'm really experiencing and wishing I was different. So what I'd suggest is rather than continuing down the path of fighting where you're at, let's step into a totally different tool set, which is what I specialize in, which is one of embodied non-resistance. What I mean by that is whatever is happening, there is a surrendered acceptance to it. And that includes, gosh, I wish I was more confident, or I wish I, whatever it is, or I understand I have these issues with my mom or issues with money. A dead giveaway is when clients come in and they say things like, I just need to let XYZ go. I just need to think more positively about my money situation. I just need to apply myself. The word just is in itself a form of resistance. It, it's kind of minimizing what your own experience is. So I'll give you a taste. If I were to say to you, just let something go, how does that feel to you? Probably not so great, right? We all know we're supposed to let stuff go. And when we've internalized the idea that I should just let something go, typically it's just going to make you feel even worse. So I invite you to try something else with me today. What if you stepped into the world of, if I could have, I would have. So think of whatever it is you're trying to let go. And say, just internalize this for a moment, if I could have let that go, I would have. How does that feel? So the first way is, I just need to let something go. I just need to forgive my mom for a messed up childhood or whatever. And the second is, if I could let this pain go, I would have. Which one has you feeling a little bit better? a little less shamed, a little less tight in the body. Chances are the second. Why? Because the second one tells the truth. When you tell yourself the truth, it doesn't mean you're swinging from the rafters in ecstasy. It just means there's a, there's a, a surrendering to what is already here. I'm not fighting myself anymore. And I, I, I circumvent the word acceptance because that word has been overused to the point where people are just parroting things. I just need to accept this. Can you hear that? I just need to accept. That's an oxymoron. That's like saying, it's like shaming myself that I'm not able to be right where I'm at. Instead, if you could have, you would have. So, Surrender, I think, is a much more powerful energetic than accepting. Accepting, to me, still has a little bit of a cerebral, intellectualized, oh, yes, I understand this vibration. Wouldn't you agree? Surrender is more giving myself up to something bigger than me. Something that says, I cannot do this all by myself with my little mind, that there's something bigger than me happening and I'm surrendering myself to this process that if I could have forgiven my mom or whatever, I would have by now. 
And it's okay. By telling yourself the truth, instead of constantly hammering around what is the negative belief or positive thinking, affirmations, visualizations, white light, whatever it is people are conjuring up, it's not that those things are wrong, but they don't tend to have a lasting result. You have to remember to keep doing them. They take a lot of energy. And half the time, it it can feel like you're sort of lying to yourself, right? If I'm really upset about something and I force myself to think positive, like this was all meant to be, there must be a reason for this, in the moment of pain, it has a feeling of being a little disingenuous with what's, what I'm really feeling. Because what I'm really feeling is already here. Instead, there's a, a, what I inv- invite all my clients to do, stop the fighting, stop the self-improvement, Stop at trying to understand and use your mind to fix yourself. Because if you could have, if that was the route, you would have been able to psych yourself up and, and, you know, that all the positive thinking would have somehow healed your heart, right? Chances are it hasn't. And so what happens is many of my clients are still seeking into the next limiting belief and then the next one, the next one. And it comes to a point where you're never done, It's much easier and elegant to step through the other side of the house. Non-resistance, whatever's here, okay. It doesn't mean you like it. But by, by allowing yourself to sit with the truth of the matter, you'll notice that your body kind of settles down in your gut. There's not that clenching feeling of, I'm going to make myself, you know, plow through this and be more positive. I'm I'm fine with positive thinking. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm suggesting that it's not the ultimate tool for you in your toolbox. There are other ways of moving through this with more elegance. They don't require any fancy chakra work per se or going into past lives or understanding the meridians. All these tools are helpful. But I have found that there are a few that get you more mileage than the others. And since I'm very focused on helping my clients move the quickest, I'm often able to get my clients moving much faster than years of therapy or with with coaches that are focused on mindset. In fact, I tell most of my clients, stop, stop doing that. It's become habitual. Something happens and you're going into, where did my thinking go wrong on this? And it's just making you feel worse. There's plenty of room for mindset work after the truth has been uncovered. Something has happened. It's upset you. Get to the truth of the matter. What's bothering you is trying to tell you something. Once you get to the truth of what's going on and hold your truth in that, you don't have to keep fighting yourself of whatever you're feeling. So uh, I just call this the path of non-resistance embodiment. You have to use your body to do it. It's not something that the mind can conjure up. And that's what most people will try to do. So there will be some of you listening to this clip that it sounds like Greek. You know, this sounds kind of bizarre. That's totally fine. But I I speak to the person out there who has an intuitive sense that there's more to life than just trying to think your way through it all. 
that there, that your spirit is not a concept. You're not just a bucket of thoughts. You know, I think, therefore I am. You're not just a bucket of emotions that come and go. That you, there is something greater than you that is wanting to emerge into a life of more impact, meaning, significance, um, purpose. Those are not concepts. Those are not thought patterns. They're not even emotions per se. It's an experience that uses your body. So I speak to the person who's been on a personal and spiritual development path for some time and wants to move to the next level with less work and has an intuitive sense that there's a way to do this with the spiritual path that's a lot more grounded, a lot less intellectual gymnastics about what things mean or don't mean, a lot less rooting around with one a negative belief and another one and another one and another one. And, and life sometimes feels like one big, long self-improvement project. I understand this because I lived that. And for me, it's a, it's, it's a street that just goes nowhere because you're never done. And there's always a feeling like I need to process more before I can get anywhere, yeah? Well, that's very convenient because it keeps you from actually getting anywhere because you're so busy processing, yeah? It's kind of like a, a weird self-improvement trap that the mind and ego play into, that I can't do anything till I figure myself out. And I've been trying to figure myself out for years, and again, this is very understandable, given most people's limited tool set, because we haven't been taught other ways. This is what I'm all about in my work, what I've helped hundreds of people bloom um, and move with a whole lot more ease. And it doesn't take 10 billion years. It just takes someone who can get in there and help you move through this. So if this is resonating for you, I welcome you, I invite you to send me an instant message or an email or whatever. We can set up a time to talk a bit, you know, what's going on? Can I help you? I don't know. Let's, let's see. And um, let's see if it makes sense for us to do some work together. I have a free gift with some helpful tools. I'll put that in the comments by this clip. But I just want you all to know there is another way. And in fact, it's time. We cannot continue to rely on our minds to move our spirit forward. It's like using an apple to try to, to create a, an orange or something. It, 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 these are two different things. And if you don't know any differently, of course, you will use what you know. And come get a taste of a totally different way of getting you towards the life of impact, purpose, meaning, all these things that make a life really worth living. You know, I am not the person who's going to tell you, you know, the solution is just to change your mindset so you can make a million dollars. There are plenty of other people out there that are into mindset for money, mindset for money's sake, to be rich. Well, I would rather you make your money and, and do well at it, making the money you want with meaning, impact, purpose, and significance. And in order to get to that, we need to get to the truth of you. In order to do that, we need to move through past all this resistance of all these things, 
of the human experience so that the life force can flow, so you can be in magnetic presence of what you're meant to do in the, this world. And that is not an intellectual concept. Okay, so this clip has gone on long enough. I hope you've gotten some use out of it. Share it with your friends. And again, I really welcome comments. If you want to write me, set up time to have a brief conversation with me. To, I'd love to hear what's going on in your world. Where are you on your path? Till next time. Thanks.